Hello everybody, how's it going and welcome back to the As Always podcast. This is episode 170, I'm one of your host James and I'm joined as always by Tyler. As always, how's it going my friend? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, how are you? I'm doing well, doing well, it's weird to be here. It's weird to be here. It's weird? It's been it's been a while since like I've got my setup here, I'm doing a podcast for my, my, True, my room. Yeah, it yeah. feels like it's been a long while since I've done one. Um... I, like the last time we talked on a podcast was in person mm. so yeah i don't know it just feels it just feels like it's been a long while it that's feels true weird. that is true and we didn't and been, we didn't do an as always in person obviously people no, are didn't. gonna people are gonna no, be watching this probably a few people expecting it like they're oh this is gonna be the in-person one right but we didn't yeah. we didn't do one um we didn't do one we no. prioritized four plus podcast and clubhouse which uh <laughs> goes to show how we feel about this show but that's all right don't go anywhere all right <laughs> stick yeah, with yeah, us yeah. yeah yeah well we have things to talk about on this show um and i mean well well like we have specific topics obviously we're going to do a spoiler cast of the full season one of house of the dragon this episode is a full spoilers for uh the lord of the rings the rings of power show so if you haven't seen it go watch it or don't or do, yeah or maybe don't um or, or maybe don't um and we're going to go full spoilers, but there are some things we'll discuss beforehand. Um, so if you haven't seen the last four Pillars podcasts that's out, I'd recommend watching that. We'll get into why that is in a moment. Um, but of course, while we're here, we've got to thank the great people at patreon.com forward slash as always for making this show happen. We appreciate the fuck out of them. Our producers, that's Baron King, Damien, then also Orange Gnome, Farentino, Flash Powder, King Richard III, Ryan Hafer, and Bullseye 47. Thanks to Sweet Vintage for Power This Podcast. Um, James, on the last episode of the Four Pillars, well, well, let's let's start with this. You were just saying we didn't do an As Always podcast in person, and I think the big thing with this show for me that it's felt like when we started it, it was the Kilconnor Club podcast originally. It was an Assassin's Creed podcast mm-hmm. for the most part. Two friends. Plus guests sometimes, mostly talking about Assassin's Creed among random stories, funny laughs, other video games, all that sort of shit. It's developed over the years to be a bit of a video game news show where we discuss topics each and every episode, ranging from video games, movies, television shows. We've done plenty of spoiler casts throughout. We had the Cinema Room podcast that was sort of an offshoot of it to just be spoiler casts. Then we sort of brought it back to be into this show as it is now. Today's a spoiler cast episode. But I think the thing over the years that sort of drifted apart for us is our interests aren't the same. Mm-hmm. We both loved video games. We both loved TV shows. We both loved movies. And we, I mean, we still do to some degree. But obviously, you've gone your way doing your thing. And for me, I've definitely gone a different way. Mm-hmm. And I yep. think we keep doing the, this because we're great mates and we love chatting each and every week. But uh, I think it just got to the point where specifically this show, more than the other two shows we do, being Clubhouse and Four Pillars Podcast, where it's like, why, what's the purpose of this show anymore? Yeah. Um, and we talked about on the Four Pillars Podcast at the end of the year. Um, well, I like I planned, this is probably the start of this year, um, that this would be my last year doing any of the shows. Mm-hmm. Um as I just felt like it was my time to move on for various reasons. Again, go to the Four Pillars podcast. We talk about that in great detail. Um, And I think a big thing for me, this is the first show in my head. I was like, I just don't 
we used to have goals. We used to have all these things we wanted for it. And this show, this show specifically was the biggest show we've done. It's the longest running podcast. We've done it for over eight years. We've done over 170 episodes of it. Plus so many other offshoots, special episodes, things like that. We've done hundreds and hundreds of podcasts together. This show in 2020 was the peak. It was fucking huge. I couldn't believe the views we were getting and the listens we were getting like, it was, it was pretty unbelievable. And I think we went through personal things in 2021. We went through, you know, a change of what we're interested in. And we sort of got to the end of what we wanted to talk about and what we shared in, in terms of this show. Mm-hmm. Am I, do, how do you feel about, you know, where, where this has sort of gone? Uh, no, yeah, I agree. And like we've always said, whenever we like bring something up, usually the other person feels pretty similar, even if it's just for different reasons, whenever we've made some sort of choice or decision with the show. Um, and I think yeah. this was, you know, a similar thing. Um, cause we, we didn't, we didn't just like bring up one day, oh, we should end the show maybe. And then the other one was like, yeah, let's do that. We just sort of like, we're talking about, I guess, how we feel about the show and like, like what yeah. we want to do and things. And it sort of developed and we both sort of came to the conclusion, like it's, you know, it makes sense. And I have felt this way for a while, mainly about as always more than anything. But I think yeah, if, if, if I'm ending, if we're, we're stepping away from as always, it, it also feels it would feel wrong to continue everything else we do too and i think as always for a while has felt like you know the fun part is just having a chat once we yeah. start talking about topics it's like we like there's no conversation there anymore you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you know if we're talking about video games you don't really have a take if we're talking about like the mcu or whatever like it would just be me being overly cynical and it would just get like there's just there was no conversation anymore about the topics we used to talk about um yeah and it yeah. just and it just means there's no longevity for a show because it just doesn't work like that. It doesn't feel like something that you know is worth doing or something we're invested in. And I think we 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 had a good run with as always podcast. And I think the the reason why then it makes sense to also step away from four pillars, at least for me, is because I think as always did run its course, and we've kind of seen what happens when you get to a point where you don't want to do it anymore. Um, yeah, and I obviously don't want that to happen with you know four pillars and everything. So it's it, it makes sense to... I don't think it would ever happen at Clubhouse. It's just that good of a show. Yeah. It really is that good of a show. Yeah, true, true. Clubhouse is the one. Um, it's uh, it's good fun. And th- that really comes down to the fact that there are no preset. Like, it's not a genre, really. It's just, we just sit down and talk. Um, and that show's evolved. And it's just And fun. changes. Yeah. And it's designed to evolve. Like exactly. We, we designed it to evolve and be, it's the people's podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but exactly. I think for I mean for me, I knew this was the one like you said that stood out as it's run its course, and it's hard to accept because it's, this has been the big show, this has been the staple, this has been the mothership, this has been um, the true north for my content creation career online for so long, and it's got such a storied history. Mm-hmm. And there would be no four pillars without this show. There would be no clubhouse without the show. There'd be there'd be none of a lot of things there'd be no community Mm. there'd be no four pillars community this was the beginning this was the when i think about the beginning of the four pillars i think the first thing that ever happened was you and i collabed together yeah like that's what i think of and it was that first as always podcast at the time kill connor club all the time was just a fucking live stream wasn't anything yeah yeah um and that was the 30th of August, 2014. That's so that long ago. That was over eight years ago. And 
as well, I think when we started it, it was two individual creators that are friends and we built our friendship together throughout these years of doing the shows together. Mm. And I think as well, and something I brought up when I was in person, it's, I'm so glad I waited to really have the discussion, especially with like George and Ethan about it until I was in person with you guys, mm-hmm. because I just knew I'm like, I'm so far away. It's been a lot of years since we've seen each other because of COVID. It's been a hard couple of years. If I was to say I'm leaving the shows, um, but I want to do it at the end of the year, I feel like it would sort of dwindle down. We'd stop showing up and it would just end in a bit of a, like we just move on and forget about it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we did it in person, we spent a week together, it just it, I, it was what I hoped it would be, which is reminded us of like we are friends first before we're business partners, co-hosts of a show, anything like that. And I think mm-hmm. maybe even more importantly for you and I, because we do so many shows together, and I think we've built more pressure together of doing more shows and running a business together for so many years. And the thing about you and I is we've never had like a real disagreement ever. Yeah, like behind the scenes, like people will be like. We have never really had any disagreements. We've always been able to compromise really well. We've always been on the same page with decisions. Uh, And even when we have disagreed, it's never become like, we don't have egos with each other. It's sort of like, you'll be like, okay, fair enough. Or I'll go, yeah, fair enough, depending on the situation. Yeah. Um, Because we have that respect for each other. Yeah, exactly. I think it was always like, like, if we had a disagreement, there was always one of us that, like, I guess, cared about it more. Like, if it was something you really cared about doing, yeah. I was like, yeah. Well, I think right. we could always tell. Yeah. We could always tell who cared And it was because we, it didn't thing. happen often. So when it did happen, it was kind of like, yeah, okay, you clearly really want to do this. Let's, yeah, we'll do we'll do it that way. Um, yeah. Because it's, you know, it's whatever. And it just, it just kind of works. And I think that's, you know, that's what made the whole thing work. Because like you said, we did build, you know, our entire friendship through these podcasts, really, in the early days. And so um it just kind of like it just naturally evolved everything worked and now we've just naturally reached that stepping off point for it um and i think it makes a lot of Mm. sense i mean you know you look at you look at some of the as always podcasts from the past few uh the past few weeks like the past year um and you'll Mm. kind of see the like lack of like direction and content like we just didn't know Mm. what we were getting out of it anymore and what we were doing because it used to be like yeah we'd have a laugh but there'd be some really good discussions in there we've had some good episodes this year like you know the obi-wan one was really good um yeah and 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 the other ones that i can't remember um (laughs) but it's uh i feel like us talking about house of the dragon's been fun i've enjoyed that yeah and it's you know we've had some good episodes but i think overall you can see like this lack of we don't know what it is anymore like we don't know what we're doing really um yeah it's kind of like yeah we'll talk about the news and stuff and there's been some discussions but then you compare it to four pillars podcast that's like consistently been really strong like every single time and it's like yeah you know as we're stepping away from as always it makes sense to also step away from four pillars at least in terms of you know in a business sense and everything like we said on four pillars it's not going to disappear forever um but it's yeah. not going to be anywhere near as consistent it's not going to be a business um it's just going to because i think you know, that's that's been the thing and not that it's ever been a lot of pressure for you and i like we we're just saying we've always worked really well together mm-hmm. but i think when we work with other people including ethan and george and extent like a big community a lot of other content creators we do a lot of work with other people i think that also builds pressure on you and i mm-hmm. and i think it sort of became as you and i 
lost our focus on the shows and we're doing our own things, me with my career and my, my life and you with your career and your life, I think that we had some negative feelings towards the shows, specifically maybe this show more than others, as I've said. And mm. I think that was affecting your relationship and my relationship together in the sense of we've never had a fight or anything, but it was just sort of like we were drifting away from our shows and therefore in some ways it felt like to me our friendship. And I just wanted to get back to be like, let's fuck off the shows and just be friends first. Mm. And it was really nice being with you in person and and reestablishing that where I'm like, sweet, we're like, these shows can end. You and I are always going to be good. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I know I'm going to talk to you and see you for a long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. We've built too much of a, of a real bond and a friendship. You're one of the most important people in my life and have been for such a fucking long time. Yeah, same for you. Man. It'd just break my heart if if we didn't end this way mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah, and yeah. i just i'm actually was so relieved at the end of the trip to leave and be like we've decided we're ending the shows the network all these sorts of things i'm walking away i want to do my thing but i'm like i've never felt stronger in terms of my friendships with you boys yeah so yeah for sure and i'm like that's the best way to end anything because I know it's going to upset a lot of listeners and there's a lot of people that still care so much about these shows and about us and we're not disappearing and our connections, our friendships isn't over. We'll have reunions, we'll have specials, we'll have charity events, we'll do stuff together. Mm-hmm. Like that's not going to end. That's the beautiful part of it. Whereas like like any great television show, I feel like, that like the sit- great sitcoms that run for seasons and years and years and years, eventually they end. But if it's always nice years later where they can do the sort of reunions, the the nice things. It's like, oh, they're actually all friends, like yeah. um, behind the scenes. Whereas I never wanted our shows to be, they end bad, we drift apart, none of us are friends, and it just sort of is like this bitter thing. How many th- things on YouTube or online happen that way? Yeah, and it true. sucks as a fan of it. Mm-hmm. I'd rather, if you're a listener, if you're a fan of what we've done all these years, this is the best case scenario to wrap up where we all fucking have nothing but love for each other. And there'll be times where you get to have the nostalgia trip and we get to have the nostalgia trip of coming back together and doing content together because we're all really still friends. Yeah. And I think that's the best way for it to be. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, for sure. And I, I said this on the Four Pillars podcast, but it really is similar-ish, although different because we're all in different parts of the world, but similar yeah. to the way me and George ended up with Horsey and Fox in that it's not a thing we do three times a week anymore um you know we might only do it like once a year but it's still there and it still happens and when we do it everyone can get together and you get that nostalgia of oh it's like the it's like the old days and it's just a bit of fun um yeah and you know we'll we'll still come together for fabulous podcasts every you know who who knows it doesn't matter but it'll you know there will be an episode there'll be a show We'll, we'll we'll chat to each other we'll do charity events like tyler said um yeah and all of those all of those things so yeah you know we'll there will always be some sort of something to 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 get because we're always going to be friends um and just by the nature of how we make content it just that's just sort of how it works but it's just not that consistent business model anymore because it just doesn't feel right like it yeah it's just not that yeah i guess the way we want to go with it anymore and it just doesn't make any sense and it uh feels like the right that right point to just jump off and uh, goes in a different direction in terms of you know yeah. our, our careers and our lives and all of that stuff but we're always going to be friends and that that connection will always be there and there will always be 
you know, some content to dip your toes back into. So it's, yeah. uh, you know, good That's all right. in all, I think. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I'm going to be spending fucking Christmas with you next year, mate. Oh, hell yeah. And, you know, I can't fucking wait. I'm coming back to the UK next Christmas. I get my first fucking cold Christmas. Oh, it better um, snow. Had to break the news to, to my mother about that because <laughs> they're building a fucking new house and shit and that'll be done by next Christmas. And I said, just so you know, mum, love this one doing. She's like, you go the Christmas after. I'm like, that's not the point. The point is I want to see them soon. That's why it's next Christmas yeah. and not the one after. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about the Christmas thing it's just when's the next time that makes the most sense and that's and that's it mm-hmm. and she just rolled her eyes and didn't talk to me for an hour um <laughs> <laughs> no no she was sweet but uh, that was the only conversation was like oh god i'm gonna have to fucking tell my mother that i won't yeah. for christmas and she'll fucking blow a fucking gasket Classic. um but uh yeah man it's um it, it's the right time and there'll still be a few more episodes left. We'll finish out the year of the As Always podcast and the Four Pillars podcast and the Clubhouse podcast and we'll talk on Patreon about what we're going to do with that and talk to the community that's there about it and what they want to see from yeah, it. Um, for sure. Because, you know, I think for me, I'm the one that's like, I'm just stepping away from everything. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I'm still going to, you know, be there like we're all friends and stuff. But in terms of, you know, I can't do this late night podcast anymore i can't do it mm-hmm. i'm in bed by 9 30 yeah, these days yeah, yeah. i'm up at 4 30 in the morning like this is just like it's getting i just don't i don't have it in me it's mm-hmm. just not it's just not it's just not for me yeah 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 um and you know there's a lot of again four pillars podcast i feel like i explained it way better <laughs> you know mm-hmm. than i'm doing now but it's just so I have nothing but such great memories of these shows and there's been some hard times with the community with the shows with everything and but it's mostly been just fucking awesome the guests we've had the friends we've made the different eras of this show like it's been going for so long yeah so fucking long I was 18 years old the first podcast we did together James I am 27 years old right now (laughs) like it's it's been been so long so long that we've been doing this and I've had a blast and you know, we'll do this rings of power spoiler cast today. We'll, we'll talk house of the dragon. The next as always podcast, there'll be a couple more. And I feel like for the last show, um, you and I will just have a nostalgia trip down memory lane and we'll do the as always awards, but yeah. I reckon it should be different. It should be like all as always community related stuff mm-hmm. that we can look back on our history and just fucking laugh about it. Yeah. Um, I think would be a nice way. That's going to be so weird to do a final one. It's going to be weird because if it's like you know, it's we, this is what we want to do, and like it makes sense, and like we've, we we know we're we're going to wrap it up at the end of the year, but it's going to feel weird to do that final that final podcast and it oh, dude, be over so hard. You yeah. know, it's not like I think, I it's not like we don't care about it. You know, that's the hard part. Like, yeah, I care so much about these shows. I just know it's the right decision mm. yeah, to do this, sure. yeah, even though it's like sucks yeah as well mm-hmm. yeah so don't it's- think like for listeners that like we're like oh fuck this show off we wouldn't be finishing out the year if we hated it no we, just, we would I just mean? wrap up and we would just not talk to each other ever again <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just not the case. But yeah, and it's it's like with anything else I've done on on my channel too. People like were like, oh, what happened to like the you know when I stopped doing song parodies for new AC games or whatever, or when we didn't do another twenty four hour stream, or 
just there's certain eras and there's certain things and you know when to to move on and and do different stuff and it's like yeah, yeah those things were good like it was always fun making a parody for a new ac or you know a new game whatever it was with luke that was always fun and the 24-hour streams were always fun and yeah as always podcast kill connor club was always fun but sometimes you gotta you know you gotta know when it's time to let it go and move yeah. on and and uh you know just then you can remember it fondly um like like ethan said about four pillars so yeah yeah well that's um, what i want that's what i want for our mm-hmm. for our audience to um i i you know we we try to think about it from your perspective and i certainly tried to think that what would i want if i was a listener of our shows and i just want it to be fond memories mm-hmm. of laughs of good times yep. and like you said we'll be back doing other things it just won't be as frequent it won't be a business it'll just be friends having fun mm-hmm. um so yeah that's um that's i guess our other explanation of it for for but just for you and i and this show i felt like it deserved its own thing yeah for sure and obviously next clubhouse we'll talk about patreon we'll get some input from everybody um about you know what what everybody wants to you know what what we'll do um but uh but yeah that's 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 it hopefully everybody's on the same page and feels good and positive and happy um, oh, people are gonna be sad bro yeah, people true. Are gonna be sad are they gonna be yeah. as sad as when we launched a patreon for just one dollar a month to for for extra content because that was a yeah. that was a whole thing on stream yeah uh yeah i guess people were a bit a bit upset for like oh, wait, a couple what? Of weeks and then we delivered the greatest podcast that's ever hit the internet and people really shut the fuck up about it then true they were throwing money at us for true, a while true. and <laughs> they stopped to be though. fair that's a point <laughs> if you've never pledged to as always and you're sad that we're going away our catalog of clubhouses will exist so if you want to throw us a dollar go ahead and you could just listen to oh, one so. one podcast a fortnight uh, and it'll feel well, like we never left. That's a good question. Like, what what happens? Like, yeah, we'll talk about it on Patreon. Yeah, but like, uh, we'll uh, there's definitely Patreon. I've had a lot of thoughts about how the fuck that's gonna work with like the catalog of Clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll just leave it, right? I don't know, but it's weird. Or do you want to like put it? Because because then if people don't want to pledge anymore, they won't have access to yeah, it. Yeah, so exactly. That's my point. Do we do we and make it's like, it? I public? can't take money from people who are not yeah. doing anything. True. Yeah. Yeah. Do we just make it public? No, we can't take it public, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> no way, dude. Oh. No way is that uh, shit going especially, public? Especially not those 2017 episodes. I don't know what oh. I said in those. I don't know what. <clears throat> There's no way. There's uh, no, but also yeah. for like other people's topics. There's some personal. Oh, true. Yeah, they could never be. Pu- you know yeah, I mean? they could never ever yeah, ever. Yeah, ever we could literally never yeah, make you're it right. public. Yeah, so you're that's my right. point. What do we do with the catalog? Um, do we make a Google Drive, put them all in there, and then like just get, send the link to the people that are patrons, and then be like, it's up to you. Figure it yeah. out. Fuck face. Um, yeah, maybe I suppose it depends what we do with the Patreon. Um, that's true. That's a good point. We'll, but we'll discuss it on Patreon. So we will. head over there if you want. <laughs> head over to Patreon. Just uh, you know, uh, how, many, how many more episodes um, do we have left of, of As Always? Is it five? Don't oh, I don't know. Is it five? Are we gonna Are we gonna end on one seven five or are we gonna end on one seven four? If we end on one seven four, I'm gonna cry. That's not a good number. I did a round number. I do like the idea of one seven five. I think we've only got five, including this one though. Unless we want to do an one. extra We're doing back-to-back one. weeks. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I counted that one. Oh, you counted that? Yeah. 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 
Well, unless we want to go into like, because I just assumed we'd stop the last one we do would be like the second week of December, but we could yeah. do the. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we could go all the way to just to make it one seven five. I guess you know. <laughs> you know, I feel like I feel like it makes yeah. sense as if, but also it's not like we've done one hundred seventy five episodes of this. We've done about three thousand. Yeah, true. Um, you know the unnumbered episodes. Yeah. But yeah, sure, we could do that. And technically, episode zero as well. So technically, there is one hundred seventy five episodes mm-hmm. if we do one hundred seventy five. But yeah, no, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll cool. figure it out. I don't know. I don't really want to think about it. Oh no. Um. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, this isn't going to be the longest spoiler cast of all time. I feel like mainly because I imagine don't want if it, it was the longest spoiler cast of all time. I don't want it to be mostly because I want to go to bed. James. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, first things first. Lord of the Rings show was bad. Um, and we, that's it. We can wrap it up. No more needs to be said. Yeah. Go to bed. Look again. Spoilers for the Rings of Power. Um, yes. Spoiler I'll say a quick warning. piece. Okay. Um, I loved the first two episodes of this show. Mm-hmm. Now, for those who don't know, if you don't know for some fucking reason, I'm a massive fucking Lord of the Rings Tolkien fan, book fan, extended universe, like massive fan, and expectations and standards for what this show needed to be. Um, not just as its own TV show, but also in terms of what it does with Tolkien lore. And I'm also such a massive fan of Lord of the Rings films. I get the need to change things also. I totally respect that. But there's also a level. There's got to be a real valid reason to change lore and to, to fit a show canon. And at the very least, even just to fit into, if you want to be the screen canon, to fit into link into the movies because the point of this show was to be a prequel to to the movies that's why they didn't try to remake lord of the rings with the lord of the rings right so like let's make a second age show the rings of power lord of the rings the rings of power that'll set up what leads to the events of the lord of the rings that's the point of the show so at the very least you've got to link to the show and not fuck that up now my problem with where this show went is not only did it shit directly in the mouth of Tolkien and Tolkien um, canon, it also farted in the face of the movies on several occasions, which we'll talk about. But uh-huh. I loved it at first. I thought what it it was clever. I thought it had great setup. The world felt great. The quality of the production is outstanding. The soundtrack to the show is phenomenal. And I thought most of the actors are fantastic. It wasn't performance-based. It was direct, directional, directional, direct, directorial? I don't know. Maybe. It was the directing. It was the directing Mm -hmm. that I thought was uh, the big issue and the editing. That last episode had some terrible edits Mm -hmm. um, in terms of like pacing. It felt like they'd skip scenes because they'd filmed too much and they had to fit it into an hour and 10 minutes in an episode. Like it, uh, there were lots of times I'm like, we're skipping over shit. Mm -hmm. And, I get what's happening, but it just doesn't like it. Just feels jarring, yeah. And I don't get why this character's switched their emotions and feelings so fast. Like there's been a scene in between we haven't seen. Like yeah. there's so many of it, those. It comes across as moments. like the writer knows what they're doing, so we like so it, they just do it. And then, but you, yeah. as you're watching, you're like, but why? Like everyone just feels slightly different. It's odd for no reasoning <laughs> behind it, and 
that's where the show I felt like episode to episode just got worse and worse. Fourth episode four was the worst episode, mm-hmm. and I only mean that because I thought the first two were really strong and were solid. Like I loved what it showed with like Tolkien lore and and book backstory, and it didn't fuck with any of that. Uh, well, not too much. Mm-hmm. All reasonable stuff. All stuff that I thought was reasonable to make a show work. I was like, yep, fine, I get it. We've got to change some things to fit a show, mm-hmm. and then. Episode four is where it changed from. It wasn't even that it fucked with canon more than anything. It actually just was like, oh, this feels like I'm watching a Marvel show in terms of the quality of writing and the script. Yeah. In terms of the dialogue. I was like, oh, oh, why is this drop so badly downhill? I watched it with David while I was on my trip and he's a big Tolkien fan too. And we both finished it and we were like, that was shit, hey. And, like, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that was really bad. Because I thought episode three was fine. I was like, it's not as strong. Numenor was a little disappointed. Like, visually stunning, but character-wise and the the way they'd set up, I was like a little disappointed in it. It mm-hmm. just felt a bit too, like, familiar and not not how I imagined it exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then episode four just dropped all the story. I felt like every storyline got fucking ruined. Yeah. Um, and it didn't have any of the half-woods, which I thought for, for a set of characters that aren't where this is all made up for the show not a part of the tolkien canon i thought was such a great addition to the show Mm -hmm. like to have the halfwits in there to have the hobbits in there it felt homely and it there's nothing really written about the hobbits back then so make up what you want it felt respectful it felt like something it felt like what it would have been like to be a hobbit back then thousands of years before they'd settled in the show i'm like i can believe it it still felt like middle earth it still felt like tolkien cool then Episode to episode just sort of was like, it never recovered. It never recovered. It had moments. And this is the thing about this whole show. And it's very much like the Hobbit movies where it's like there's individual scenes and individual moments. I'm like, that's really good. But it's sandwiched between shit. <laughs> yeah. Shit, shit writing. Like, and just in general as a show, not even, like, as a lore Tolkien fan. Like, mm. as just a quality show, it lacked a lot. The performances, I thought, were like, <clears throat> you have great actors. I thought the actors that played Galadriel, that played Elrond, that played Halbrand, I thought were great performances, but they had a lot of shitty dialogue. Mm-hmm. Mostly Galadriel, Poor girl, what a performance. I felt like when she was good, when she had good script writing, I was like, this feels like Kate Blanchett. This feels like the Galadriel we know in the films. Mm-hmm. But there were so many editing jumps with her. There were so many things I felt like we missed, so many unexplained motivations that I just found it hard to root for a character that I wanted to root for as a Tolkien fan and a Lord of the Rings fan so bad. Yeah. You know, I wasn't one of those people that's like, she can't be a warrior, Galadriel's politician, whatever. I'm like, no, who gives a fuck? She's lived for thousands of years. She's one of the great elves all time. Let her rip and tear. Let her just fuck shit up. I'm all for it. But then when you don't write good storylines, good dialogue, and make her dumb, mm-hmm. I'm like, mate, I struggle. I struggle with the show, and there was twists at the end. Like, I was totally fine, again, spoilers, with Halbrand being Sauron. Called it from the start. Mm-hmm. I knew it was. Ask. I watched every episode with fucking Harlan. And even when they said in the last episode, when they went to fucking, um, well, Gandalf, mm-hmm. which this is 
<laughs> so fucking furious about that. That's my like. I can't watch the show anymore after that happened. But when they go to him, the the cultists go, "You're Sauron." Harlan goes, "Oh, well, I didn't expect that." I said, "No, Harlan, this yeah. is not who Sauron no, is." I, I know, said, yeah, "Hal," I said, "I was like Hal Brand is Sauron." Mm-hmm. He goes, "But they," I'm like, "No, no, no, just keep watching. I promise you, Hal Brand is Sauron." And he goes, "How do you know?" And I'm like, "I knew 100% confirmed." As soon as Galadriel goes, he needs elvish medicine. I'm like, he's going to a, a, to a region, which is where Sauron goes in disguise and forges the rings of power. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, I knew Celebrimbor is literally about to start forging shit. So I'm like, okay, well, it's obviously he he has to be Sauron because this is what happens in the story. And I'm not complaining about it. I thought it was like, good. I like the way. Halbrand was done. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a great character throughout the show. Again, it was only purely editing and writing that like had things that annoyed me. But I thought the twist, all that sort of stuff, was good. It made sense that he was Sauron. The twist was good. His performance was good. I had no real issue with the Sauron stuff with Halbrand. Galadriel and, and his interactions fucked me off. Mm-hmm. But the big thing that fucked me off was Gandalf. Mm-hmm. That was my biggest fuck off. Yeah. We'll get into it in detail. James, I want to hear your thoughts. Why didn't you like the show? Um, I thought the final episode was better than the show had been. I agree. Um, I really liked the Harfoot stuff. Um, yeah. I, like, I did, like, obviously, like, I'm not a big Tolkien, you know, person. So Gandalf wasn't... It wasn't a huge issue, like, for me... I'll make it an issue for you. Wise, yeah, and that's why. fine. I'm completely happy with you doing that. Um, yeah. And but also, but but I did think, but the issue <laughs> with me is that the the most of the plot points, right? So I don't give a shit about any of the characters. Like the only storyline I cared about was the Harfoots by the end because there felt like there was a bit of emotion there. Like I felt invested in it. I felt like I believed these characters, um, and I enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, but, like, Galadriel, Elrond, like, Durin, I just don't fucking get the fucking guys in the south. What happened to... Th- th- did they die? I guess they all died, right? I don't know. But th- I think there's there's just... this. The show has this severe lack of cohesion, and none of the storylines seem That's to big directly inform each other in a way that, like, makes it worth watching them. Um, yeah. And if you find yourself invested in one, the show doesn't give you a reason to be invested in another one, especially when the, the dialogue between scenes can often be so different. It almost feels like they had, like, five writers sometimes working on, like, episodes. Like, there's so, like, scenes, like, from scene to scene, it can just be completely different. Um, and it feels so strange. Um, I think, you know, I, it there, there was, you know... I don't know, they, they, they wrote Halbrand in a particular way, and then it felt like all of a sudden they were like, let's make it really fucking obvious this guy is like some sort of sussy imposter. Do you, do you want to know, I was, dude, I was watch, I was reading an, a, 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 an interview with the showrunners, mm-hmm. which, is, which was done after the show finished, so it was all spoilers, mm-hmm. and they go, did the actor know he was playing Sarah the whole time? They're like, we didn't tell him until a few episodes, so you see that his uh... performance will change. I'm like, <laughs> they're talking about it like it's a brag, bro. That's and I'm dumb. Like, it's fucking dumb. stupid. <laughs> That's not how characters work. <laughs> he either needs to know from the start or never, yeah. you know? like Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't just tell him midway through and go, right, now change your performance. Like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, so just letting <laughs> you know you're Sarah. 
And he's like, oh shit, well, I've not done Yeah, because you notice, yeah. like, it's like episode six, probably. It's like five or six. You start to see, like, he just becomes a bit evil. Like, everything he says to, like, Galadriel, he's, like, staring her in the eyes. He's like, I'm Sauron. Like, he's trying to tell her he's Sauron, like, <laughs> yeah, without yeah. saying it out loud. I mean, I thought I was, like, if Sauron's a secret and we <clears throat> met all the characters by, like, the second episode, I was like, it's probably going to be this dude on the ship. Mm-hmm on the ship and it's only because he's with Galadriel and and they're going to Numenor because two places two major places Sauron goes Numenor which he will go back to or should go back to based on what's going to happen in Numenor but they might totally fuck that too so who knows Um, Numenor and Eregion they're the uh, two key places in the Silmarillion and in Tolkien canon that Sauron goes to one to Aragorn to help forge the the rings of power, being the dwarven rings and the <clears throat> rings for men does not get involved in the elven rings, but they're done last at the end, but not in the show because they're done first and he was involved in them. Um, <laughs> okay, All right, fine, whatever. The least of my concerns, to be honest. Um, but I just sort of knew, I'm like, okay, and when they got to Numenor and he and he could fight. And he had the gift of the gab, um, you know, could could talk. Was like straight away super confident talking. I'm like, this dude's fucking Sauron. Yeah. Because this is, I know, I'm like, I know Sauron at this stage in the second age, for a lot of it, he's in disguise, different disguises. Mm-hmm. Um, was never called Halbrand or a man, but I'm like, you, they're not going to do it with the show. That obviously changed it up. So even book readers aren't going to be 100% sure. But it's totally, that, see, that to me is a fine change to canon, right? You don't have to make him the same disguises. Have him be a different disguise. That's totally fair. That's a, something that makes sense because it's still in keeping with the main concept behind what Sauron would do, why he would do it, and the motivations to manipulate and take power. Mm-hmm. Fine. I'm not sitting here as a fucking book purist. It has to be word for word the same. But then there's jumps of like, what? Like, why? This is not clever. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the twist they did with The Stranger throughout this show were so stupid because they made him so like all the hints were evil and then like no that's just a red herring then i'm like no that's you establishing like clear ideas of what evil is and then being like but we're just gonna do that because we want to be clever yeah i don't think it's clever like to 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 have not reward people for paying attention yeah because it's like if you are paying attention the only thing you could possibly infer is that he must be evil, right? Dude, I because... thought he was a Balrog. I thought he was a Balrog. Yeah, you said that I was, to me, I was yeah. so sure he was a Balrog because of all these uses of fire. When he landed, he landed in a fucking meteor, which is certainly not how any of the wizards came to Middle-earth. Um, and when Nori touched the, f- the fire, it was cold. Didn't burn her. And what did Galadriel say in episode one is their their torches weren't giving off heat because it was so evil, it doesn't, it doesn't give off any heat. So I'm like, okay, evil. Yeah. Killing fireflies, doing bad shit. He's probably going to turn out to be... I didn't think he was going to be Sauron. I was like, Halbrand. I knew Halbrand was Sauron. I was like, that's that's that. He's not Sauron, but he'll be something else. He'll be a Meyer of some kind, probably a Balrog that could could change shape. Um, and then... Yeah, it, but then to, to make him... So Gandalf James does. <laughs> let's let's talk about this because I, I just need to get this off my chest. Yeah. So Gandalf and all the wizards, <clears throat> they don't come to Middle Earth 
until the third age. Mm-hmm. Not for a minute, not for an hour, not for a day. Third age. As in, after Sauron's defeated, after Isildur uh, chops off the finger of Sauron and takes the ring from him. Mm-hmm. That's the end of the Second Age, when the last alliance of men and elves defeat Sauron. That's the end. Mm-hmm. The wizards come after, and 3,000 years of history go by until the Lord of the Rings occurs. 3,000 years. And in that time, Saruman, the two blue wizards, Radagast the Brown... Gandalf the White, are sent by the Valar from Valinor to Middle-earth with different jobs, different tasks. And Gandalf being the most important of all the wizards in, in, in the Tolkien Legendarium. Again, not for an hour, not for a minute, not for a second is he in Middle-earth in the Second Age. And why is that important? Well, let's just... Well, you can look at the books, but let's look at the movies. And I want to look at the movies because, if nothing else, this show just needs to fit so you could watch the shows, watch The Hobbit, watch The Lord of the Rings, and they'd all fit nicely. They're all this universe of Middle-earth mm-hmm. on for screen. Make it at least make sense there, and I'll let you have a pass. But, but James, now you're telling me that in The Lord of the Rings, Gandalf... <clears throat> was around before the rings were forged. Gandalf was around for a history that in the Fellowship of the Ring, he travels from the Shire to Minas Tirith to read about. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's so he fucking reads funny. the account of Isildur and the finding of the One Ring. Wow. But you're telling me he was around for it. That's hilarious. Now, I get that Gandalf is well-versed, well-read, knows his history, knows a lot of people that were around then, like Elrond, like Eladriel. He's a part of the White Council. Gandalf's a very smart person. But I'll tell you what he doesn't know about fully. He doesn't know the full account of Isildur and the One Ring and all those details. You know why? Because he wasn't fucking there. (laughs) Yeah. But Tyler, he's going into the East. He wasn't there. But he was, though. Because you're talking about the most important event in history of that world yeah. happening. And he was alive and in that world for it, is your, what you're telling me. He would have heard about it. He would have a better knowledge. And for someone of his role within the world, would have made it a point to know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, is it- And that's just movie talk. I'm not going into book why it fucks with that. I'm just movie talk. It doesn't make sense. Is it possible it's not Gandalf? I guess so, other than the fact he said an exact line from the Fellowship of the Ring. Oh, he did? Which About, line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know the whole always follow your nose line? Oh, that is from... from... That's from when they're in Moria and Gandalf's like, I have no memory of this place. And they're sitting there waiting for him. And then yeah. he's like, oh, it's this way. And they're like, oh, he's rem-. Mary goes, he's remembered. He's like, no, the smell's just not so foul down here. Um, and then does the whole line of like, it was follow your nose. Ah, it's the exact line. See, yeah. I didn't know if that was a, a, Elva was like, I think that's a reference. And I was like, I don't remember it. Yeah. But I guess yeah, she yeah. was it's right. It's an exact line wow. from the Fellowship of the Ring that Gandalf says. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, also, yeah. it's And Saruman like- is, for those who think like Saruman <laughs> was a good guy and then turned, no, no, Saruman was always a bit of a cunt. Yeah. Like him going bad was not a shock. Like you read about Sauron, his history, always a jealous cunt. Especially mm-hmm. of Gandalf, super jealous of Gandalf. Yeah. Um, 
So it's not him. Otherwise, that's not Saruman's character. Yeah. Where he was a really nice guy to fucking hobbits. When the dude was happy for like... Yeah, Saruman fucking hated the hobbits. Hated them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, at the end of Return of the King, fucking after Isengard falls and Sauron's defeated, fucking tries to kill them all, goes to the Shire and attacks it. That's in the books though, not in the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I think as yeah. well, the, the, it's pretty clear what they're doing with the, the Stranger character because it's like thematically in the show, it's obviously Gandalf, right? Like it does, it might not make sense, but like thematically it's like, yeah, that, like it can't be anyone else, right? Like it's very clear that they're trying to be like, no, this is Gandalf because like he's a good guy. Like he's a, you know, he's using all this, you know, the magic just feels very Gandalfy. I don't know, he's like, all of it, and as well, the, the the thing that I thought was fucking funny is, like, for this whole show, he's, like, a dumb fucking idiot, right? Who, like, is dropping yeah. his apple, and he's like, bloody hell, my apple, yeah. it's gone halfway yeah. across the forest, on its own, and then, like, he, um, he has this moment where, like, he uses the staff. He's, like, awakens his and powers, then, yeah. Or, and then all of a sudden, he's like, I am really just well-versed. I can yeah. speak like a this the most wisest person you've ever known. I got a fucking accent now. I sound all British. I sound great. Yeah. Um, and it's like, okay. Like, he didn't... There was no arc or, like, development or anything. It was just, I'm dumb, and now I use a magic staff, and now my character arc happened in, like, snappier fingers. And it's like, ah, oh, that's kind of just... I don't... Like, that's boring. That's not interesting. Because then it's just like, oh, yeah. So, what was the point? What was the, what was the point? Like, he could have just showed up. You could have started... Like oh, I don't know. I guess you need like Nori to have her arc and stuff, like to become more. But she, but she starts the exact way she ends. The only thing that changes is the rest of the halffoots go. Yeah, you know what? You probably were right. Like you can go off with the strange man, I guess. But like, if you'd have yeah. just like, like you could have done that differently and cut out this whole pointless thing where this man just doesn't know who he is. But like, I guess they just wanted to like throw you off and be like, oh, who is he? Who do you think he yeah. is? For like a whole yeah. season to like keep you watching really more than yeah. anything because it's not a satisfying conclusion to any sort of arc or character development for either of the characters because nori's just gone from i really think that as halffoots we should be doing more to yep i feel the same way still but now my family agrees with me and have let me go off with a backpack um yeah and like that's <laughs> that's it yeah. and then the only thing that's yeah. happened with the stranger is i sent out a bunch of mixed signals none of it makes any fucking sense and now i just am a cool wizard guy and we're gonna go off yeah. together and explore and it's like that could have been yeah. the start of the season like they could have been done in like two episodes like why'd that why'd that stretch out to the length of the season like i don't know yeah well it felt like this whole season was like set up it was like a literally a setup. Yeah, season. yeah, yeah. And it felt like they were just trying to get a bunch of puzzle pieces in place to do the second season. Mm-hmm. Like I personally have a feeling the second season will be significantly better than this, but that's not <laughs> saying a lot. Um, <laughs> true though. Uh. True. No, you're not wrong. Um, look, and in terms of you asked, could it be other wizards? Like maybe it's one of the two blue wizards. It's known, and Saruman included. They spent a thousand years in the east which is where they're going Mm -hmm. right but it's not though is it because it's definitely Gandalf yeah yeah for many reasons and one key one being that the first people he meets are fucking hobbits and Mm -hmm. that's why he has such a special relationship with the hobbits 
And you know what? If that was the origin story of Gandalf, I love that. Other than the fact that it didn't happen then. <laughs> yeah. It just didn't happen then. Yeah. It was like a thousand years into the third age before the wizards fucking showed up. And that's a lot of years as well. It's not just like a little bit of it's time. That's a, a lot of time. Fuck. It's almost years. as bad as like showing. It's worse than showing the pyramids being built at the, at the in the Odyssey DLC. Like, like, like. It is worse. I think it's worse because this is real. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, because <laughs> this is real. <laughs> this is real. Yeah. I take this law as serious <clears throat> as real history, personally. Mm-hmm. In fact, more so. More important to me than real history. True. Your talk, like, I get that with the show, this is covering thousands of years of history. The Second Age is a long, long time. And it's covering a lot of grand here. Numenor, all the shit going on there. With, you know, you've got some Game of Thrones shit going on where one faction doesn't want the old ways, the elves doesn't want anything to do with that, that sort of got them there and the and the faith of the Valar, where you've got this other section that's like, we want the power, we're the superior beings, fuck the elves off, we're Numenorians, we're the best, leads to their downfall. Like, there's different sides that I get that they're trying to fit all that in and where that'll go. All the Rings of Power being forged, the Eregion stuff, Celebrimbor, Elrond. There's a lot of ground to cover. That It takes place really over thousands of years and they're putting it into one show. I get that they have to do that. Again, I can deal with that if your writing's good, but it's just not. Like, Elrond is probably the best character of the show in terms of performance and writing's not the worst. But again, there's just these weird gaps, like you said, where you just feel like you're missing stuff. And I loved the storyline with him and Durin. Like, they were probably my two favorite characters and their relationship was really good. And the performances of, of like, the actor that plays Durin were so good. Like I, I, he, I thought he was probably the the best performance of the show. I loved the way the dwarves had done, but again, the whole like Silmaril, like light of the Silmaril being like what caused went into a tree that then caused that's what Mithril comes from is a bit like I'm like why are you having why are you trying to explain things that don't need to be explained and make shit up in Tolkien lore? Like mm-hmm. you don't need to explain where Mithril came from. Yeah, because it's we, it's a, it's a mystery, and it's like, it doesn't have to be like this big. It, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's already such an important thing in the world. It <clears> doesn't <throat> have to have this a moment that is like, there you go, book fans. We mentioned fucking Silmarils, and it's like, yeah, but you didn't have to. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to do it. I love the way they didn't like the second episode when you first meet Celebrimbor, and he just he has Feanor, his grandfather Feanor's hammer, the creator of the Silmarils, one of the great elves of time. Like love little references like that that it just mentions because it's not a part of the story, so we don't need to focus on it. But then they're like trying to make shit a part of the story that aren't mm-hmm. true to canon as well, just cause. And I'm like, why? Why are you trying to do this? Why are you trying to force shit? And it felt like a lot was being forced. And I think the biggest victim of that was probably Galadriel's character. Because I tried to get her motivation why she was so driven to chase Sauron. And I'm totally fine with, like, Galadriel and Sauron crossing paths in this way and, like, her making a mistake. 
it, it's totally fit. Like, there's a lot of stuff known about Sauron's opinion of her and, and their, their opposition to each other and even, you know, Galadriel rejecting the offer to take the ring in, in the Fellowship of the Ring and her sort of passing that test. That's a big deal for, for Galadriel. And it did feel like there was a lot of weight and backstory and, and um, feelings she has towards that. I'm fine with that, but I'm not seeing the development happen because she's just so sure of herself the whole time and she keeps making fucking mistakes and then does you don't feel like she's really growing from it yet Mm -hmm. and then she makes the biggest mistake of them all is fucking helping Sauron get to this powerful position again and she doesn't tell anyone she's (laughs) fucked up yeah why in fact i'll tell you what i thought was happening because i was like do you know how ridiculous it is that she's not telling anyone at sarah we need to stop don't make these fucking rings you know like Mm -hmm. don't make the rings because that's what fucking you know sarah was telling you to do well at first he was well i think he was they don't say he came up with the crown idea keller brimble's one that said it you assume maybe it came from halbrand which isn't which is a nice reference because it's Sauron's master Morgoth that had the three Silmarils in a crown mm-hmm. that he would wear. So it makes sense to make it a crown that Sauron obviously want to steal. I like that. That's a nice little... It's an, again, there's nice little things that are in there surrounded by shit. And then Galadriel's like, we need to make three rings. Oh, you need more rings? Like, I would think Galadriel would be opposed to this whole situation. We've found Sauron. We know what the cause of this fucking evil is. Let's get deal with him. Yeah. And that might actually be the cure for it. It's his coming that's the reason this sickness is coming over um, the elves. Um, but instead, she's like, let's forge three rings. Do you know what I thought in that moment? I was like, because obviously Galadriel woke up and Sauron's gone. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, shit. And I said to, to Harlan, I was like, dude, this is a good twist. That's not Galadriel. Sauron's in disguise. He's put her somewhere else. Right. And now he... And I was like, what a great yeah. twist. And then it's like, no, it's actually Galadriel <coughs> being a dumb cunt. It just doesn't make like, sense. Uh, yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Like, I thought it made sense for a second. I'm like, what a great twist. Oh, oh no, it actually just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Siren just left. He just left. He just left. He just walked away, apparently. Like I did, After I, she I, found out... Because they do, like, But he's whole- in Mordor, though, man. <laughs> Doom, oh, true. You know? I do recognize they haven't that. forged the seven dwarven rings, the nine um, rings for men yet, which should already be done. I it, technically, if the elven rings have been done because mm. they know not to do business with Halbrand again. That's what Galadriel said. So you assume Halbrand's going to come back in another disguise to do, do the other rings. <laughs> He's going to do it again. He's going to do it again. He's trick her again. Um, and she's going to be like, yeah, don't but, worry. Because, I because, and, and maybe they could have fixed it if Galadriel had just told them that it's Sauron. Yeah. But they're like, well, we, we can't have it. We, well, we can't have it tell them it's Sauron because he's going to come back as another disguise because we sort of didn't get them to do the dwarf rings yet or the male rings yet. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, man. That makes sense. That's why she's dumb. Yeah. And it's like, she's, she's so good. Galadriel's one of my favorite fucking characters in all of the books she's so fucking important yeah and the and the actress that's playing her in this is so good at playing her but the writing is so bad 
Yeah. The writing's so bad. It's uh what do you what do you think about the whole the the death fake out with the Sildor? Cuz he's apparently dead now. I well I mean it's an it's an eye roll because obviously he's not. Yeah, exactly. Like is it's it, it is just like a Disney Plus Star Wars it moment. Feels, like, doesn't it? Is, it does. is, is this Sildor like... from The Lord of the Rings dead? I wonder. No, yeah, yeah. obviously yeah. fucking not. It's so dumb. Yes. Like, I thought they'd reveal yeah, it pretty also... straight away. Like, they would do, like, a... Oh, it's obviously, like, weighing on his father, like, some emotional torment, and then he, he finds him again, and it's cool. But, like, they, they just left it. They were just like, nope, we want you to just think he's dead. It's like, do you, who's watching this show? Like, people that haven't seen Lord of the Rings, I guess, and just don't know who that character is? But then, like, do you yeah. even give a shit about that character anyway? Because... It's not written in a way that's like oh, there's people super that compelling love anyway. This show, but it's like there's like fifteen year old uh. chicks. I feel like are the only people that must like the same people that like fucking She Hulk. You know oh, what I mean? God. Like, like that's what it feels like to me when I go on Twitter. I'm like, I've had to like, I was following a lot of these Tolkien pages. I'm like, I need to turn this off because these people are fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah not the Tolkien like- pages, but just people like a lot of people actually think this is just a great show. Yeah, and I'm like, how? It's not even as a Tolkien purist, just as like a show. I think people. It's not great in this. Like, like it's not like there's worse shows out there. Like there is worse shows out there. Yeah. But it's just it's like a billion Obi-Wan. dollar show. It should be fucking better. I'd rather watch Obi Wan. God fucking hell, no, no, no way. I liked Obi Wan. Fuck you. Obi Wan was like written so it. much worse than this show. <laughs> so much worse. Holy fuck. Yeah, but Aiden Christensen. <laughs> You and McGregor, I'll Fuck take it. Off. I'll take it any day. Hey, look, when I watch day. when I watch Lord of the Rings, I get to see Mordor. I recognise that one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When Mount Doom erupted, yeah. I was like, I was doing, I was pogging at my television. Oh, I remember. Oh God. Oh, when I was the Mount Doom eruption. Fucking, that's awesome. <laughs> the whole thing, the Southlands being more. I was like, I guess so. I didn't hate that's it. I mean, thing, but like, obviously, I I'm, not a, so. I'm not. I'm not a lore guy. So. But I did think it was funny. It's at not the end not where... in there, but it's also just feels like I'm like what? Like I don't. I just felt like they did a bunch of things to set up what. I reckon you could probably go into season two for the most part, not every storyline, but for the most part, you could go into season two, episode one, and be like, this could have been episode one of season one. Mm-hmm. It just felt like there's a lot of things, like, you don't need to do this. They're yeah. doing it to feel like they're clever. Like, that's what the Mordor stuff felt like to me. I'm like, you're trying to, like, trick us and shock us. Like, no, we saw, I saw all of this coming. Yeah, like you can see it on the when map. When they're like, like what's know. this sword go into? When, and I'm like, well, we know Southlands is Mordor, so the volcano's going to erupt at some point. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. one of those things. And I, I do think it was funny at the end of that episode where the guy is like, oh, bloody king of the Southlands or whatever. And he's like, no, this needs a new name. And it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, right. I was waiting. Mordor, I'm like, if this yeah. cunt says... Mordor, I'm yeah, gonna that was the, the only, that was like when after I watched the episode, I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna take it because he didn't say it out loud, you know, like they yeah, did it I with know, text. Know, I'm yeah. like, if if he said it out loud, that would have been so oh, fucking then. stupid. I literally was like, that's such a like, yeah, <clears throat> oh, yeah. It feels like honestly, yeah. it feels like a show made for people that don't know Lord of the Rings, but like they know it enough. Where they're like, they're not just the books, the movies as well. Yeah, they don't it's know like anything. it's like you know, it, it's like people that have maybe watched the movies once, and they're like, oh, I recognise Mordor, that's cool, but they couldn't point to it on a map, so they don't realise that the Southlands is obviously Mordor until Mount Doom erupts, because like 
they don't realize where Mordor is, even though, I mean, you do see it on maps in the movies, but like, you know what I mean? And like, they're like, oh, I know Gandalf and oh, Harfoots, they're like the hobbits and stuff. Yeah, like, it, it just, it does, it feels like it's, it's it a lot like... of like, point at the thing you know and then just ignore the writing being bad. And it yeah. just kind of. The one of thing sucks. I'll give this. Sh- yeah, uh, the one thing I'll give this show, and I appreciate about the show, is how much it's got me rereading <laughs> Tolkien books. And That's good. Because I've just was excited, just like let's. I love Middle Earth. It's my favorite fictional universe. My favorite films of all time. My favorite book series of all time. I've there's a bunch of like ex- extended universe books that are all published post post mortem of of of, of Tolkien. That I haven't read. Like a lot, Baron Luthien, Full of Gondolin, like I haven't read those books. They're like 200, 300 page books. They're all chap, excuse me, chapters within this and storylines within the Silmarillion. So I know the stories, but they're like the f- bigger versions. And I've never read Unfinished Tales. I've got that. So like I'm getting back into Tolkien. So I'll give the show this. It's sort of brought it to top of mind again. Yes, it's time to get into these books, mm-hmm. but fuck the show. Yeah. With the greatest respect. Um, and yeah, honestly, man, there's just so many things that I, that were just frustrating me. And it just felt like it was so, they weren't twists, but they were supposed to be twists. Uh, Mm -hmm. they were fan service for the sake of fan service. And I just didn't vibe with it. Yeah. I just didn't feel like it respected even a movie fan, like a hardcore movie fan or let alone book fans and yeah, it was just really bummed me out, dude. It yeah, just really I think bummed me out. Ending season one, I'm thinking to myself, like, do I want to see more? And the answer is probably no. So like, yeah. will I watch season two? I'll su- I'm gonna, nah. dude, I'm gonna suffer through this fucking show for the next five years. Trust <coughs> I'm me, not man. doing I'll it. I'm so over it. And I think as well, yeah, I don't have a choice. I don't even have a choice. <laughs> I just have to suffer through it. Uh, I think, what was like very telling is i last night i watched the rings of power and then straight away after it i watched a house of the dragon oh, dude. and I it was, was just like it's night and it's day. not fair because it's they're totally crazy. different fantasy shows one's high fantasy one's just yeah of course not, not high fantasy but just right but also character like death dude, like house of the dragon yeah is fucking bullshit how good it is. it's incredible uh, we, we finished the episode last night was with <clears throat> with jared tier and tristan my friends mm-hmm. four of us out there the credits hit roll and i turned to jared i said i can't believe how good this show mm-hmm. is like yeah. and they everyone goes right and it's in the sense of like game of thrones ended so shit those last couple of seasons were rough yeah and when they're like, there's a spinoff coming and the trailers are coming, everyone's sort of like, oh, I don't know. Like, it ain't so bad. I've got a bad taste in my mouth. <clears throat> Will it be as good as the original show? Probably not. So, like, do we really want it? And then we're watching it. You're nine episodes in now. We're heading to the season finale next week. And I'm like, this is better than Game of Thrones it's was. It's insane. It's, I re- it's like, so good. End of that episode. It gets better. Every week's it's better every than the single previous episode week. is. Yeah, it just, like, it somehow gets better. And I realized end of that episode... I was, like, so tense. Like, I was tensing my muscles, like, that whole episode. It was so... Yeah. There was It was so fucking intense. Just, like, the way yeah. that it was, like, written 
was just yeah. incredible. Like, and I think one of the core things about House of the Dragon that's so good, and obviously we don't want to spoil anything here. We'll talk about it, you know, properly on the next episode when we do like next the whole week season. After the finale. But yeah. there are characters that show up like episode eight, episode nine, like late later in the season that you don't spend a great deal of time with that weren't even in the beginning, you know, that that because there's so many time jumps. And yeah. you haven't had time to flesh those characters out. But there is, the writers have such like a rounded idea of who every single character is. So that even if a character shows up for the first time, you get this perfect sense of like who they are, like their wants, their desires, their dreams, their insecurities, everything, all of these personality traits. And sometimes it can be conveyed through just like a look or a line of dialogue. It's fucking phenomenal. And coming out of rings of power and then going into it it's just like it's just night and day between like the character writing it's insane oh, dude one it's of incredible. my least favorite scenes from the finale though was the this council of elves scene between high king gil galad <laughs> yeah. Kellebrimbor, elrond and galadriel and they're all talking about what they should forge and how to save the elves and all this shit and dude the scene was just this weird exposition to get us to a point where they're gonna forge some rings yeah but it was so fucking weird it's so like stiff, yeah the elves are in trouble they've got mithril they need to forge something we need the light we need it to be as you know a, a ring shape like a crown like <laughs> it's you gotta know, be it's gotta be it's... round and uh, circular i think perhaps yeah, in it's the sort rings of, like, of power lord like, of the rings you, show yeah, it's it just felt so like, it's we like they were gonna, idiots. I wonder, are they gonna expo- forge a ring in the lord yeah. of the rings i <laughs> yeah, don't know dude. It was just rough. And they're like, and they're like oh, we'll really make a crown. S- like, no, you won't. <laughs> you yeah. won't make a crown, such will a, a big character like the Legendarium of Tolkien. And he's such a cuck in this show <laughs> as well. He's such a cuck in this show. And his outfit's terrible. The costumes. The elves having all short hair. At first, I was letting it go, but the longer it goes, pisses me the fuck off. Yeah. These elves with the weird, short hair they? and shit. You do, what is... And... Like, there were moments where they nailed Galadriel, and I was like, yes, this is Galadriel. And then there was like, they fuck it up. Mm-hmm. Like, Galadriel is, like, one of the most important, I've said this multiple times in this podcast, one of the most important figures in, in Middle-earth, but also one of the most important elves in terms of the lineage she comes from, how long she's been around for and alive for, her importance within the world, and her power as well she mm-hmm. should walk into a room and everyone without even looking should feel her presence mm-hmm. when she goes on the ship in Numenor and they're all gonna leave and they're all looking at her that and her themes playing I'm like that's Galadriel everyone should stop and fucking look mm-hmm. because that's what she does to a room look at Lothlorien in the Fellowship of the Ring she's literally glowing mm-hmm. when she walks around because elves are higher beings and all the elves in those Lord of the Rings films they, they had auras about them that they did they had like the, this light shine up. Like there's an aura to elves, mm-hmm. and that's super important, and especially to an elf like Galadriel. And then there's moments when she's bowing to this blind fucking dumb queen from <laughs> Numenor, and I'm like, stand the fuck up, Galadriel. Yeah. Like, this isn't the moment to have your character development. Fuck this bitch off. She doesn't know anything. <laughs> like. The, uh, the, remember the scene of the tower when she finds like she inf- Galadriel infiltrates a tower to find the dying king and then the queen's there and then she's like I'm so sorry and then they all like are in agreement now like there's just so many jump points to like 
we know where we want to get to, but we don't know how to get there. So this happens, and then they agree to go here next because we need it to go here next yeah. without it making any sense. And you know when Galadriel's talking about her husband, Caliborn? Mm-hmm. I had a husband. And I'm like, what? <laughs> He's me sitting there like, what? Yeah. First of all, Galadriel does have a husband. Husband's in the Lord of the Rings. I tell you where he's not dead. He's certainly not dead. <laughs> certainly not dead. In fact, they have a child. Do you want to know who the child is? Yes. Elrond's wife. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Arwen, Aragon's wife, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Galadriel's her grandmother. Mm-hmm. On her mother's side. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that, but that is the case. In this show, Celeborn's just not around. Galadriel doesn't have a kid. Elrond isn't married to, to her, hasn't met her. Already weird. And then Galadriel mentions her husband and that he's not around. As the last I saw of him. I was like, excuse me? Weird. Where the fuck's Celeborn, bruh? Why is he gone? And obviously, they'll explain it later. I guess so. I'm sure. I mean, he's obviously not dead the same way Asilda's not dead. Yeah. Because, like, and the, the memes that came out of that were fucking hilarious. Because the line, only, like, line he has in The Lord of the Rings is, Where is Gandalf? For I much desire to see him. And it was just <laughs> like, all the memes were, Where is Celeborn? For I much desire to see me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. It's like, where the fuck is he? He's also a super important important elf. Bit of a cunt too sometimes, to be fair. But like, you know, important mm-hmm. figure. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. There's just like, I'm just so confused about what this show has to really do. Like, what was the... <sighs> I read the chapter in the Silmarillion, Beren and Luthien. It's about a 35-page chapter. It is... So fucking good. It's my Mm -hmm. favorite chapter in the whole book. It is so outrageously good. So much happens in that chapter. It is a huge condensed story um, that sort of fits into the overarching first age stories that are told throughout the Silmarillion. It's amazing. And as I'm reading it, I'm like, this one chapter has got enough substance in it, enough juice in it. I mean, that it's its own 200, 300-page book. That you can read. But also, I want to see the movie. Like, I want to see this movie. I want to make this movie. Because it is fantastic. It would be amazing. You And you could say true to the lore, to the canon, to the story, and make an incredible film with it that's set in Middle Earth. Mm-hmm. It'd be amazing. So if I was to hear someone's making a Baron Luthien, I'm like, fuck yeah. Because what's the point in doing it? Well, you want to take this great story to screen. What I'm confused here, James, is I don't know the point. Yeah. If they're Tolkien fans of what they're trying to do with the show. Yeah. Because it's not saying true. Like, what have they read in Tolkien's world that they're like, we want to bring... They're not. They're not bringing anything of this to the screen. They're making up their own shit for the sake of it. So it's hard for me to not say this is purely just some bullshit Amazon money grab yeah well that's how it comes across for we sure. want to make our own game of thrones we want to make our own show and now i know they spend a billion dollars so it's hardly a money grab i know they've put a lot into it in terms of finances risk reward all this sort of shit but they're wanting a big return on it they're wanting their show to be the big show yeah 
that's what I'm getting from it. So I'm like, so it's a business move. It's not a, we saw a Tolkien story. We love Tolkien the same way Peter Jackson loves Tolkien. Mm -hmm. The same way the creators and the production on this show asked Peter Jackson to be a part of it. He said yes, because they wanted him to be involved in the script. And then they didn't send him a script because I bet they thought he would say no. (laughs) <laughs> and then when he's because they're gonna be like people will be like did you ask peter jackson to help and they'd be like we did and he said no but cunt he said yes and you guys are like shit yeah now we now we have to fucking involve them they're like we're not involving him because he'll say we need to change things because it's not fitting tolkien and we can't do it apparently they went through quite a few tolkien experts fired a few people interesting i heard that might be bullshit but i heard they that people disagreed and they just got rid of them. Yeah. I don't know, bro. It's a weird one. Look, look I just don't understand the purpose of no, the show. No, I don't, I don't any, either. Anymore. It doesn't feel like it's... It, 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 it gives me the same vibes almost as The Hobbit, but in a different way. And when you watch The Hobbit, it's, yeah, it's, it's retelling the story of The Hobbit, but it's also trying to be a Lord of the Rings prequel. And this yeah. show feels like... More than anything, it's trying to just point out things that are in Lord of the Rings and go, look, yeah, that came from this, and the story isn't very good, that, like, yeah. explains it. The Hobbit's it better like... than this. The Hobbit's better than this. Uh... The Hobbit's... Dude, The Hobbit's better than this. I'm not... Maybe not The Battle of Five Armies. Those first two movies are way better than this bullshit. Maybe. I thought The Hobbit was pretty... Yeah. Maybe I have to rewatch it. I mean, I liked yeah. it when I watched Re- it. Trust but... me rewatch it i think that yeah i think a lot of this is just trying to explain things that are in lord of the rings and sort of give people a high i think they've probably seen what the most successful franchises do and they're trying to replicate that it's like let's try and have our own game of thrones but also look at what marvel does like they just throw in cameos and they just do this and they just do that we've got to throw in all the big names those locations like how did mordor happen like we just need to we need to tell you because people will just be pogging and doing reaction videos online about like the reaction to the creation of Mordor and like all of this stuff. I think it feels very calculated. It feels very like it's made by an algorithm. Um, and it it's, does. It feels made by an algorithm. Yeah, it's very Disney. Very. Uh, that can be the Marvel. title of this podcast: "Made by an Algorithm." <laughs> the, the Rings of Power was made by an algorithm, with proof. Yeah. With proof. Um, but yeah, it's. It sucks because there's some parts of the show that are good, but overall it just oh, leaves me not wanting any more. There are there are scenes, there are moments that are really good. Again, I thought the Halbrand Sauron stuff was actually relatively pretty well done. Other than editing jumps and logic jumps, the Halbrand performance, the the character overall, his goals and ambitions... I thought it was decent, and I liked the, the twist at the end. I really liked the dream sequence with Galadriel. I loved that, in fact. I thought it was a really fucking good scene. Um, I loved the first two episodes. Mm. Loved them a lot. That prologue, it, the, the first seven minutes of The Rings of Power, adore it. Tremendous. Soundtrack, out of this world good. I thought Ben McCreary did an in- incredible job um, with the soundtrack, uh, I loved the Harfoots. I loved learning about them. I loved, and that's an addition, not not book related at all. And I loved it. I, I, I it felt like the Hobbits. It felt like the the one episode they weren't in. I it was my least favorite episode. They felt like the heart and soul of it, the same way they do in in the the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit films. 
Um, I just really enjoyed that that side of it and all the characters there and the community. Like it just it, it was feel good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the Elrond Durin stuff. I, in fact, I loved most of the Durin stuff. Um, I thought you know he's got he's a really great character. I loved Elrond for the most part, um, but I hated Celebrimbor. I hated Gilgalad. Galadriel, I want to love, and I just struggle sometimes because she has great scenes, great moments. I'm like, fuck yeah, that's Galadriel. And then they'll just logic jump her and have her not, like, fuck up and then not fix it. Mm -hmm. Like, that whole not telling them he's Sauron is just beyond words retarded. Yeah. We need to make three. (laughs) Why? Well, because there Why? were three. Where does that come from? Well, yeah, exactly. There's three in the Lord of the Rings. That was like, there was no reason for it. Yeah. Well, yeah. it creates balance, you see. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I've got to use my brother's dagger because, I don't know, it's meaningful, I've I guess. Like, yeah, I've got to let that go. And he's going to be the one that, cr- sort of, in a way, roundabout way, creates the rings. And I don't know what that means or, like, the meaning behind that symbolism, really. Yeah. Like, is it yeah. that, that his goal was to defeat Sauron, and so by using his dagger to forge the rings, there'll be a new weapon that the elves can use to stay in Middle-earth to defeat Sauron? I don't know. Maybe that's yeah. what and they're then, trying to and, do there. And then you've got Isildur's made-up sister that has no purpose in the show. Whatsoever. Oh, yeah, she had, like, one scene, and they doing? never... Fu- it was it, She had, like, a scene with the king, and then it cuts... She's the last one to see the king alive, and then she goes down to, to see the Palantir. Yeah, and then she pulls um, the thing off, and then it cuts, and she does. She's not in the episode again, so that'll be in season two. Yeah, we'll see what happened to her with the. But like, what was the point? What? What? I don't even understand what it like. What her motivation is? Because her brothers and her father, well, Isildur and her father, are like helping the elves, and she just seems to have this huge perspective, like you, to this dude that's got a crush on her. That's like. You, you can't let your father let them help the elves. She's just so anti-elf for some fucking reason yeah, that they haven't odd. explained. She's like I just don't understand. Like, the who elves. the fuck is she? Why doesn't she like the elves? I've ne- I literally have no idea what's going on with her. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And she's also made up, completely made up character. And mm. has and I just don't understand her whatsoever. Every scene she's in, I'm like, I don't get her. I don't, what's her motivation? Who is she? Why does she care? Mm-hmm. Why is she there? Why is she oh, she draws. Dream? I didn't even realize that. She's draw- like <laughs> stupid. Yeah, she draws. She Important, draws. I guess. I don't know. I guess so. Maybe, maybe it'll become useful. <sighs> I don't know what else to say, man. I don't know. What to say. Yeah, that's uh, wow. It's not like I've sat and ripped on it, and rightfully so, it deserves to be ripped on. Five out of ten is the rating I give it. Mm-hmm. Five out of ten. I feel like it's a satisfying rating. Because there were some yeah. episodes that were twos. The episode four is a two out of ten episode. Mm-hmm. Episode one, eight point five. Episode two is an eight. They were the two best. Yeah. The finale was still like a six point five, seven. It was a better episode, mm-hmm. but it just yeah didn't didn't land on a lot of storylines. And the Gandalf thing pissed me the fuck off. I was fuming. <laughs> I literally go to Harlan before. I was like, if they make him Gandalf, dude, I can't watch the show anymore because they've just fucked it. And then they didn't, and I'm like, fuck, I'm still going to have to suffer through the show. I'm a liar. Um, <laughs> Classic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, I can't wait till people get upset. 
about this. It was a real. I just thought it was a really good show. I'm not a book fan. I just like to enjoy things. Most people, I think, don't agree, right? Like, I feel like most people think it's kind of just like, kind of sucks. I don't know. I feel like it's a popular know. opinion. I'm not really sure. No, I had someone at work tell me, "Oh, we really liked it today." And I was yeah, like, but do no, you, but the question and I, and is, I do you say, like everything you watch? Probably. Yeah, and then I asked, well, I asked her a few questions. I was like, do you though? And then I was like, how about this, this and that? And she's like, oh, well, oh, okay. I can, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I know. See, that's I it. I haven't really thought about that's that. That's it. Hard, have yeah, people that like bad things, they their brain just ain't working. Lights ain't on in there, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. just, they watch yeah. the screen, kind of like you with Obi-Wan. Um, just yeah. watch the lights yeah. on the screen. I mean. Let me enjoy the lights, James. Yeah, the nice, colourful lights. lights. Let me enjoy the lights. Let me enjoy the lights. Yeah. You know, it, it's it. You know, it's difficult being this clever. You know, it's <laughs> it's not easy. It's tough. It's a burden. It's tough in, um, yeah, it's a, it's actually a burden, much like the ring. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. See, well, yeah. that's well, maybe that's like the the message of the show is like watching yeah. the show simulates the experience of carrying the one ring. It's just a to the fires burden. of Mount Doom. And yeah, yeah, it's an absolute burden. That's what we have to do with the show. We have to take well, our fire stick to you, the fires of Mount watch, Doom. That's why it's called the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, because it's actually, if this is what is happening from Frodo's perspective in his brain. <laughs> he's watching He's this. having, he's literally in his head every minute, every second he's got the ring on, the show's playing. And he's like, <laughs> make it stop. He's like, wait, G- Gandalf wasn't in the second age. What's going on? I'm yeah, confused. He'll be losing his mind. He's literally <laughs> losing his mind. And also the fact that Nori, uh, they just got an actress that looks like Elijah Wood to make a Frodo-looking fucking female hobbit is yeah. hilarious to yeah, me. She's got the Elijah Wood eyes. Yeah, she does. I'm fine with it. I yeah. love Nori. She's yeah, actually like one of my... Best character. Uh, well, she, she's actually probably my favourite character of the show when, we, when you think yeah. about it. The actress is really good too. She's great. She's great. Um, unfortunately, she's with Gandalf, um, so that pisses me off. Um, anyway, no, but, no, but you don't get I it, don't... Tyler. It's a really clever bait and switch. It's going to not be Gandalf. It's going to be a secret other fake. They're going to invent a new one. Actually, they're going to invent a new wizard. Oh, I hope so. I hope they invent a new wizard. It's going to be amazing. I really hope. I really hope they do. <laughs> and then I hope we see him die. Um, <laughs> Oh god. Anyway, that's all I fucking got to say on that, James. I wow. Don't know. Do you have any other like, closing comments? No, I think it was the most the one of the most mid shows I've ever seen. <laughs> it is one of the most mid shows. Honestly, time. it's a Marvel Disney Plus show dressed up with a billion dollars. Um, it, it really. It, it's. So, I'm so sad. I wish I wanted it to be good so bad, James. <clears throat> you have no idea how much I wanted it to be good. I know. I'm sorry. I no one wanted this show to be good more than I did, and I really like. You had people hating it before it even came out, and I was so pissed off at those fucking people that were review bombing. I was like, "Fuck off! You're not even Tolkien fans. You're just fucking right wing cucks, <laughs> fucking virgin losers." Yeah, I wanted it to be good as a Tolkien fan, and at first started this I'm like, "Yes, let's go!" I was yeah. so excited for a minute. They really fucking baited me. They, they had did. me. They truly did. <sighs> Sucks. And then they deliver fucking She-Hulk with Lord of the Rings covered <laughs> over it. Oh man! No, oh, you don't know. Yeah. She-Hulk's actually one of the better Marvel shows on Disney Plus. <laughs> there's actually, there's, off, there's two. There's two scenes where there's good character writing. You just don't get it. We don't normally yeah. get that in Marvel shows, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got three and a half <laughs> minutes of good. So fuck off. 
dude, Matt Murdock's in it. He's in, in it. It's amazing. Hulk. And you, you don't know this, but in the Daredevil Netflix show, he does make a joke once, so it's okay they turned him into a joke. It's, it makes <laughs> sense, actually. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Well, I think it's the best depiction of Daredevil, personally. Ah, oh, you would. You would. <laughs> <laughs> Even me that wanted to just joke around that I'm like, I will love the MCU Daredevil <laughs> just to piss people off. Even I was like, I can't even run with the joke anymore. It's, so like, it's like that obviously bad that you can't <laughs> like it. I, they didn't even let me run with the joke, the fucking assholes. <laughs> oh my God. Off. Anyway, Fucking ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening, watching this episode of the As Always podcast. Yes. Let you know, let us know what you thought of the Rings of Power. I don't really care. Um, down in the comments below, <laughs> we read um, all your comments. We'll reply to everyone. We read them. We do. Don't read them. Um, <laughs> Leave on our Discord, if you're an, if you're a patron, the As Always Discord, we have a Rings of Power discussion where most of us fucking hate it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks to the, those great people that make the show happen over on patreon.com forward slash as always. Um, get in while you can for the greatest podcast on the internet, the Clubhouse podcast. So thank you to everyone that supports us. We have Baron Keen, Damien the Not So Orange Gnome, Ferentino, Flash Product, Team Richard Third, Ryan Hafer, Bullsack 47, Eragon, Kimber Summer Gamer, Cream Pies, Hashtag Make the Nice Guys Too Pleased for the Love of Fuck Hollywood, Alfie Robert, Andrew, Big Dick 6699, and I'm Ben Higgins, the Thankful for Sick Brethren, Benedict Clubbers, BFHC, Biggest Fucking Virgin, Bodge, BQ, the Lord, The Elder, Brian Ford, Call Me Daddy, Callum, aka I Used to Be Thefmas, but then I Took an Arrow to the Knee, Christian 0210, Connor DeRose, Bull in the Alley, Disciple Alaric, Eli, Eurodito Hacker, Ethan Dean, Fishy, Furious Coco, Gene, Give Me a Penis, Kinker Swag, Gwen Hughes, Hammond, The Weeb, Jack DG1998, Jane B. Bennett, Joe the Fan and Scarab, John Lang, Josh Duvillier, Josh J. Anderson, Joshua Moore, Liam, Loden, Lucas, R05, Lumis, Jed Murray, 58. Master Bass, Max H, Muddy Unicorn, Nick Miller, Ochgaward7, our best and favorite mod, Brandy, Play the Rules, Radoff, Grab, Justin, Bitch, OG Dogger, Sparky Bucks, Bell and Junk, The Blue Cow, Tom Welling, Simp, Tony, Walshy, and Zeppo. Thank you, you sweet Vincent, for helping me power this podcast. We'll see you next week, mm-hmm. next Sunday. We will. For a back to back weeks of the As Always podcast where we delve into the whole of season one, full spoilers of House of the Dragon. Thank God. Thank God. Thank the God. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to talking about that. Thank the seven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, thanks everyone for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. See you later, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>